This is the Shape America podcast, hosted by Colin Brooks and Matt Pomeroy, making 50 million strong by 2029. Welcome to the Shape America podcast. I'm Matt Pomeroy. I'm Colin Brooks. And I'm Stephanie Sandino. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. Uh, excited to have the whole team here and uh, kind of getting back at that next podcast. And we're really looking at a little bit of a reflection podcast right now, trying to bring it to you once a month. Uh, just talking about all the great things kind of going on and maybe some of the tough things going on and looking a little bit at professional growth and some different things that we're trying out. And again, just a little bit of personal growth as well. So uh, got lots of cool things to talk about. Again, we just want the focus to be on reflection here. I uh, want to give you some some ways to reflect, maybe start to think about who you might reflect with and how you reflect and, and hopefully give you some ideas and some uh, strategies of things that we're doing and things that we're using that you can, you know, continue to use in your health and PE classroom and world. So I'm excited about it all. Yes, I'm excited as well. Uh, just having the, the opportunity to reflect uh, just on the daily life of being a physical education or health professional. It's something we all talk about um, that's important, but uh, we're hoping that this, you know, will help ourselves, but also just kind of inspire some others to to spend some time reflecting, uh, you know, and thinking about self care for themselves, and uh, but also, you know, you know, what are we doing professionally and so forth. So it's going to be awesome. Yeah, completely agree. I'm I'm one to reflect every day after school in my little notebook, as I've mentioned before. But there's something about reflecting with other fellow PE teachers and people in your field, and it just makes it that much more valuable. And you kind of get to bounce ideas, and I'm like, oh yeah, I never thought about that, or um, just grab some ideas in general. So I'm really happy to be here with you guys and um, ready to learn as well. So. Let's get this going. Let's get it going. So, Let's do it. So what's up, Colin? How you been, man? Hey, you know, I'm doing good. I, I can't lie that my life is extremely busy now, uh, being a PhD student, being a, a husband and a father, and I'm also teaching on the side there. So uh, yeah, I'm just sorting through all this. You know, I'm seven weeks in and I've never, you know, experienced anything quite like it. So uh, I'm just trying to be um, calm <laughs> and just, you know, look at a focus on one thing at a time, I guess, um, focus on the current task and, and what it is I need to do. So how about, uh, how about you, Matt? How are you doing, bud? Man, things are good. It's, it's been a pretty good start to the school year and uh, I'm missing something at school though. And my kids aren't coming with me to school anymore. So uh, we, uh, we enrolled them back in their home district uh, just to get them on the bus and let them hang out with mom a little bit more. So Kind of missing my two kiddos, seeing them uh, bopping around the school. But uh, it's a little bit different. But uh, taking some time to coach my son's football team as well. We took a tough, hung a tough loss today. But uh, it's it's been enjoyable, you know, kind of working with him and that. And 
My daughter just started some dance and she's in brownies. And uh, just a quick plug for her. If anybody's looking for the fall nut sale, we've got some uh, some some great products, uh, you know, that we can kind of ship out there. So uh, <laughs> get Jasmine a few little sales there for brownies. But uh, getting back into running and, you know, just kind of trying to keep that going uh, as many times during the week as I possibly can. And made a big time decision to skip the Boston Marathon this year. But uh Big things are happening in my life and, you know, trying to keep that balance and marathon training just wasn't quite, wasn't quite what I was looking for. So I, uh, I pushed that out, but, uh, it's all right. I'm happy just to run, but we had kind of a cool start to the year, lots of professional learning, um, and, uh, kicked off a cooperative unit, some soccer unit at school. We just finished the world cup finals, uh, which is pretty cool on Friday, uh, in a sport ad deal. And we shot some archery and, just getting started with a football unit and capture the flag. So we've got uh, lots of things going on. It's been it's been a lot of fun and uh, love this time of the year. Absolutely love it. So good fall in Wisconsin and uh, enjoying life. How about you, Stephanie? How are things going? Uh, it's going well. We just wrapped up week eight. So we're going into week nine. And it's been a little bit of a slow start this year. We had a really hot week. Um, and then we had a fire over towards our school, which, um, gave us some pretty bad air quality. So really this week was our first kickoff week with, for myself, recreational games unit. So I'm starting off with some ultimate Frisbee. Um, so it's really my, my first time to really get to see my kids out there in action, um, soaking in the lesson and I get to see, you know, where they're at as far as skill levels and, um, all that jazz. So it's been good, and it's it's also been busy. Uh, I'm a probationary level two teacher now, um, since it's my second year at the school district. So dealing with eval meetings and upcoming observations, um, things are stacking up on the plate. So with that being said, I'm trying to you know have some me time to decompress. Uh, took orange three to three days a week instead of two and uh, there we go and then we are i'm running with the kids um, my colleague has a fitness club so we take out the kids twice a week on tuesdays and thursdays so this was our first week after that hot week in that fire so um we're doing about yeah, about a 5k every Tuesday and Thursday and this week we had a huge number it was about a hundred kids on Thursday and about 80 kids on on Tuesday so we had a huge number of participants coming out and running with us but it's also it's also great just to get running with the kids and see them in a different element and they get to see us you know participating with them like hey we can do it too um, and we're just out here to support you to have fun and instill some some healthy lifestyle habits so that you can maybe carry it on over to high school and later on in life. So it's it's been a it's been a good eight weeks and ready to dive into week nine, ten, and so on and so forth. Nice. It sounds like you know everyone's pretty busy, huh? Like just sorting through the the month of October as we you know get it started and. Um, and so that's, you know, obviously I'm not like, I'm kind of in the classroom now, but I'm not, I mean, I just remember, you know, just even last year, just 
it's what it's all about. Just the beginning of the year, and you know, you look back a couple months later, and you're you're into a little bit better groove with the students and everything. So, sounds like we're all at least hanging in there, huh? <laughs> you got it. Having a good time, but uh, I think as Joe Bailey kind of sent me a vox. You know, it's like we literally just get going at like a bazillion miles an hour and there's no better word than bazillion because that is, it's just what happens with educators. And it's like, you just, you get it and you get going and, and you just don't slow down and you just try to keep up at that breakneck pace as much as you can. But, um, you know, like that's our personalities. Like that's what we want. <laughs> like, um, and we find it fun and, and we like the, all those different challenges that we have out in front of us. So Definitely. <laughs> so, what do you guys think, uh, like professionally right now? So, what's what's happening? What's happening? What's trying to grow on? What you guys kind of trying out professionally and things like that? Yeah, you know, I guess for me, um, so working with pre-service teachers is a blast. So, uh, I guess for me, uh, I'm learning to uh, just get used to that. Like, you know, what are the needs of a pre-service teacher? Um, you know, how can I best support their growth? And, uh, one thing that I'm doing right now is, uh, I'm teaching a, a class, an elementary physical education class at, uh, and it's called an innovation school here in Greeley where I live now. And, um, it's kind of a, it's a, it's an interesting school. It's really cool, but a lot of it's built upon, um, collaboration, uh, and so forth. So I'm actually have grades one through four right now at the same time, which is, which is an interesting thing from a developmental standpoint. Um, and the students are just getting to know me. So, but basically what I'm doing with the pre-service teachers is I'm bringing them out to watch me teach and that's their lab. And right now they're observing me and then they're going to start teaching there too. So it's kind of a great, uh, situation whereas you know we can talk and lecture about certain things and and then they can see it happen and that message can be consistent um another thing that's you know that's for me is like that i haven't dealt with uh for a little bit like is remembering what it's like to be a beginning teacher because i haven't you know i don't know these students and they don't know me so um just remembering back about how to really secure those relationships with the students and the grades one through four and i think it's really an interesting and great thing um for growth for me as well as it's great to have the pre-service teachers see that whole process um just because it's you know, each one of them are going to have to go through it. Uh, and there's a lot of circumstances where if you're a, a health or a physical educator, you, you may or may not be taking over in, for um, just in a good circumstance, basically, from whoever it was that was teaching before you. So uh, I'm glad and I'm thankful that uh, I have that opportunity to still work with students and that, uh, yeah, the pre-service teachers get to get, see an authentic um, environment there. So that's kind of what I'm doing with right now. You're right about just the relationship thing, and I'm starting to find it interesting. Again, I'm teaching seven eight right now, but my first eight years I taught K four and seven eight, so I knew all the younger students as they were kind of coming up. And then there's a couple of years where I didn't see them, but then they remembered me when they got to seventh and eighth grade. And I'm at the point right now where um, I've taught them maybe once, and it was like in kindergarten, and they don't really remember. We and we don't have that relationship that I had with everyone else. So I'm, I'm definitely got that, that different feel of 
kind of new new students. They don't know me. I don't know them as well. Um, and I've never had that aspect before. So I get it. Like, I'm trying to get used to that too. Yeah, it's funny how we like go through this cycle. Like I was at AK6 and I was there for three years. And by my third year, I felt like I was getting into the swing of things. I was seeing kids over and over again, they knew me, they knew my style, I knew them, I knew where they were at, and now, last year when I switched over to middle school, it was just like, wipe my slate clean, we are starting over, and I feel like year one teacher all over again, just as Colin said, and now that I'm in my second year, I feel a little bit more comfortable in my shoes, I know some of my kids, we have that kind of um, awkward situation where we teach both 7th and 8th grade and then those 8th graders leave so you get a brand new 7th graders in so some some students know you which makes you feel a little bit more comfortable you get to see some of your repeat students for year two so it's like that weird like I'm going to cycle over and restart on my relationships kind of like every year in this middle school so it's funny how we kind of cycle back you're like oh yeah I have to I have to do this good and go back and, you know, build and tie those relationships really tight. Yes. I, I just, I think you like it. This is my 11th year teaching, you know, students and like pretty much have done that all at the same school, which was amazing to watch the progression over those 10 to 11 years. And like, I was like thinking, I was like, wow, I missed that. <laughs> I missed that, but you kind of take it for granted, right? Like all that hard work that it takes to get there. And um, so, and I know like every year you get some new students, but, um, but yeah, so just remembering all that. And it's a good reminder and it's really humbling. I mean, and that was another thing I told those pre-service teachers and they're watching. I'm like, look, you know, like I'm an 11 year teaching veteran and um, it doesn't matter how many years you teach. This is kind of the process in which you have to go through and to remain positive and look out at all those students and see all the positive behavior and the one or two or three things that isn't going quite how you want. You just, you know, you have to to just know that in a few weeks or months that that relationship that you develop with those students that are having a harder time, well, that will hopefully take care of that behavior. And I think everyone thinks, oh, PE, you know, how easy is that to build relationships? And I don't want to say I struggle with it, but sometimes kids are so busy. You know, kids are busy trying to get their work done and, you know, maybe working as a team or, you know, working on a skill or whatever else. And it's you don't want to always go over and interrupt them, you know, and just to have that conversation, too. So you do have to you do have to work really hard at finding the right times to go interject yourself and just kind of hang out and, you know, say a little little thing here or there. But, uh, you know, it sounds so easy to say, hey, build those relationships, build those relationships. But you do. You've got to find the right time, the right place. Uh, and again, it's, it's going to be short and sweet, but it does take a while, too. I think we just need to remember um, because things are so busy in that class. Right. But uh, I guess just uh, on the on the flip side, uh, you know, um, Colin's got a lot of cool things going on, lots lots of different things, which is which is good. And um, you know, for me professionally wise, just uh, really focused on that models based approach. Um, I'll talk about kind of a, a little resource here soon, but uh, it's been my focus for the last couple of years. But want to keep getting better at it, continue the improvement on it, and and the focus on it. And again, sport education for me has been like really big. Um, and I really like doing, you know, like sport education units 
for a little bit more of the traditional uh, types of units. So as I said, we had a World Cup soccer unit. Um, like I use sport education for that. We're starting football and those traditional units have been nice because I've got leaders that can, that really know that content, you know, really well, uh, which helps out. And um, the the excitement is so cool about getting their teams and being assigned or uh, getting a chance to accept those jobs and the contracts. And uh, I just love all the excitement that that builds along with it. And you know, I'm lucky enough to be able to have my seventh and eighth graders have recess together too. So um, we, we get to have like an official postseason uh, with seventh grade and eighth grade kind of battling out. Um, so that sport education is, is always exciting to me. It's always exciting for our students. And uh, again, continuing to perfect it just a little bit. Um, and uh, still dabbing, you know, in TGFU and tactical games or a game centered approach as well. And uh, I've, started with some traditional units with that and now I've gone like when it's a little more non-traditional or a little something different that my students don't know like rugby last year was a great um, teaching games for understanding unit uh, like broom ball and things like that uh, again that students just can't necessarily jump in and be leaders for so uh, definitely like using that and then uh, still pull in that direct instruction you know when needed but uh, Dr. Ash Casey um, has been blogging about this and it's kind of cool. Um, so I just wanted to give kind of a big shout out on that because I've read a, through a few of them and there's a few more that I, I still need to go back and read. But his blog is peprn.com um, and he's talking about a models-based um, approach. And, and it's really neat. He's kind of breaking it down different ways and um, he's at least got, I think, four posts out there right now. It's just kind of an introductory kind of post and talking about the multi-activity curriculum and that direct instruction as a model as well. And uh, and then his, his most recent one, I believe, is where to start finding a pedagogical place for a pedagogical model, which, I don't know, it's just been really great hearing it from a researcher's side of things. And he really writes it very well for the for the practitioner because he, he went through it as a practitioner as well. Um, so I... I loved it. I think you guys should check it out if you're interested in, you know, learning more about those. He's he's an amazing person that really wants to help, you know, professionals that way. So really cool kind of thing. And uh, yeah, to close it up, just busy. Like <laughs> I've got an Iowa workshop coming up this next coming weekend. Uh, got involved within four Shape America sessions, uh, which is kind of wild and crazy. But uh, so just going to knock it out of the park, I hope, in, at the National Convention. But I wanted to guarantee I needed to go. So. <laughs> Wait, four. Okay, I thought I had four. two. I've got two four-hour workshops, which you were in part of them too, Matt. And Stephanie, you're in one of them too. But four, we're talking four different sets. Dude, you're like just crushing it, Matt. How you how you hanging with that, man? Well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> That's coming up in March. So I've, I think I've got one of them already planned and, and uh, you know, just kind of keep plugging away at that. But um, it should be fun. And uh, got a couple other workshops kind of lined up. And, uh, you know, Colin, you and I are kind of working on some emerging leaders and emerging leaders task force. So more information coming up on that. But we're hoping to continue to engage those zero to tens. Um you know, your teachers, uh, in becoming those leaders in many different ways. So that's, that's a fun little project, right, Kyle? Oh yeah. I'm looking forward to, uh, yeah. And things are just kind of developing. 
um, with that task force as we, you know, we're looking at really engaging, as Matt was saying, the zero to tens. And just, you know, currently there's kind of, there can be kind of a disconnect when you leave pre-service and you're really engaged with your uh, fellow pre-service teachers, but then you leave and you're on your own and, you know, what are we doing as a profession to help that transition? And what are we doing to uh, really meet the needs of the of those pre-service and young professionals and get them going uh, where they need to be uh, in the 21st century? So, yeah, should be cool. Yeah. yeah, I think that's important. I mean, just trying to just a couple of weeks ago or maybe even a week ago, I'm, I'm losing track of time now. Everything's moving so fast. But I mean, <laughs> Kim was um, on Twitter with her pre-service teachers and she was kind of asking for the help of the online community with a couple of different apps or different um, 21st century learning tools for them. And I helped a student out by the name of Victoria with Flipgrid. And I thought that was such a cool idea because I remember when I was a pre-service teacher. I wish I had something like that. It wasn't until I hit my master's program, I met Matt Bassett, and he just like opened this whole door of the phys ed community online, and my mind was just like blown. There's so many things that I wish I would have learned during my teaching credential, during my undergrad, so it's so important to really help them in that transition, and Colin, what what not but a better person than you so <laughs> thanks props. Stephanie yeah yeah we'll see how that goes and uh yeah I've got a couple workshops coming up too I don't know I guess it's workshop season dude I've got a couple uh at Shape Colorado which I'm really looking forward to it's my first time going to to uh, Shape Colorado that'll be cool so I'm helping actually out with the pre-service teachers and we're going to workshop for them with co-leading a workshop and then co-leading another one uh, with Mike Doyle on young professionals, so um, yeah, it should be cool. I just got to get all the work done first, then then it'll be real cool. Right. So, <laughs> well, so Stephanie, anything else professionally kind of going on that you're focused on? I uh, so much. I can't. <laughs> e- I don't even know where to start. So as as I mentioned, this was really like my first week diving into a unit and. I really want to, as yourself, Matt, keep going with the TGFU. I started it. I started it well before last year, but for the first time in middle school last year, and I'm rolling it over into this year. And it's it's been fun and it's been challenging all at the same time, just because things have been done a certain way where I work now and trying to get them into the group into the groove of layering and going, you know, step by step and adding different primary, secondary rules, um, different, uh, I guess, levels. I always coin them as levels. And um, going into that and trying to not perfect but improve on my essential questioning and how I can layer things to pinpoint certain students and help them bring up or bring them up to speed with everyone else depending on their background if you know they've ever participated in sports um like i I think i mentioned this in the first podcast where our elementary schools don't have pe teachers so my kids are coming from a background where they've been taught from 
their classroom teachers and they may have been up to speed with certain PE curriculums and they may not have. So their experiences range from one end to the other and I'm trying to accommodate that and um, give them a you know quality PE experience. And I'm dabbling into student roles, so I'm not quite to the point where I'm getting to sport ed yet, but I am kind of introducing it slowly. Stretch leaders, equipment leaders, or managers. We don't have sports every day, so it's a little tougher to get into this into the flow of things. I introduce things a little bit slower. So Every week I have a new row of stretch leaders and equipment managers and I kind of um, show them the ropes of how we can include everyone in the stretches and why we stretch and what muscles are we stretching and how does this help us and um, equipment managers, where should we bring everything in, how should we set everything up um, and I'm I can't wait to get to the point where I have student leaders and coaches and it all kind of comes together quite nicely. And um, self-assessment is something else I'm working on. I That's going to be one of my eval goals, actually. And it's a little bit scary and a little bit awesome all at the same time because it's never been done before. My principal's like, this is... This is earth-shattering for our phys ed department. So you are you are breaking some new ground here. So I was right telling <laughs> I was telling him about what I wanted to accomplish right now. Our phys ed department doesn't have self or it doesn't have assessments that broadens into the scope of the cognitive and psychomotor side. It's more fitness based. It's the PFT and your cross country times. That's about as broad as our assessment goes. So I'm trying to push the walls open and just let them see how assessment can be done in phys ed. And I want to do some self-assessment. I've thought about this for a while. I have huge classes and I'm thinking that Self-assessment is going to be the way I approach this because I, I want them to gain something other than, yes, we are assessing this standard, but also this can transition into other aspects of life. You're going to use self-assessment in your other subjects. You're going to use self-assessment um, in your personal life and as you reach fitness goals, as you reach nutrition goals, as you reach any type of goal that you really want. So I really want to broaden their horizons in that aspect. Um, so those are my three that I've kind of been, you know, working on. And, you know, as far as professional development, that's been going on since school started it's been like crazy I've had like an ed camp and then I won a Google Summit registration from that ed camp and Google yeah. Summit just like renewed my love for Google I have like the hugest crush on Google I love it <laughs> and I'm not even a Google Who doesn't? school <laughs> yeah. I know I'm not even a Google school I'm a Microsoft school which makes me really sad but man Google Summit just like I was just sitting there like pretty much for lack of better words like drooling over everything <laughs> like they were talking about 360 photos and how you can put them in a 
atmosphere and then put audio hotspots and um, dabble into Google Drawing, which I didn't really dabble in before, but I don't even know why. And now it's just like, oh, Google Drawing, that's like, that's like so awesome. And um, so I learned a lot. I mean, I thought I had a good base on Google and I was like, wow, I don't have a good base at all. There's so much more to learn and I just want to keep getting into it. So that was awesome. And then I brought in Flipgrid into SV Chat, uh, which was awesome. Uh, I think people responded really well to it. And uh, it was just like one of those tools where like, oh, this is awesome. There's so many different things you can do with this. And I kind of opened that door and let people see what it could be. Um, so that, yeah, that was a That was a major undertaking, you know, you bringing that into a Twitter chat. That was pretty wild. I didn't, you know, I didn't get a chance to put any videos into it because I was putting my kids to bed, but kind of watching what was going on and, and it was neat. So well done. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Sounds like you're just crushing the PD right now too, Stephanie. So way to, way to learn. Nice work. <laughs> yeah. And then like you guys, as far as uh, conferences go, I have uh, an HPEC workshop, which is the health and physical physical education collaborative group from up north of north california with terry and kathy jones and stephanie roth and um kate cox myself and kathy and kathy jones i think i already mentioned her but uh, wendy wendy jones as well so um i'm going to be able to present with kate cox really exciting california middle school physical education teacher of the year um i'll be with her up north next to monday uh, we're going to be presenting in a school district up there, so it should be exciting. Um, getting into KFERD stuff as far as like a tech group with Naomi Hartle and a bunch of other people and learning, getting a session out at Shape America. So it's all it's all coming, coming at me cool. quite fast. <laughs> so, you know, I'm just listening to both of you you know, discuss all the awesome and amazing things that you're both doing right now. And, you know, all three of us are really busy and it's really fun to be, uh, you know, take advantage of professional opportunities. But uh, I'm trying to think like during this whole thing, what am I doing to really take care of myself? Um, and I think I'm, I'm still trying to find that balance, you know, of family and work and school, you know, getting my PhD. And like this week, you know, I, worked out like once or twice i usually i'm like i've been used to being like a five or six day a week guy and i'm um, just really trying to get take care of myself and uh, i'm trying to sort it all out but what are you two doing uh, you know to take care of yourselves during the beginning here of the school year um admittedly it's it's been tough <laughs> it's been tough uh you know i'm trying to leave work at work more uh with that being said, I do I have the flexibility to go in a little earlier and to leave a little bit later. But instead of bringing too much stuff home or uh, doing too much here, I'm really trying to get it done right there. So just using my time wisely at work and uh, you know taking every moment to get stuff done when I need to get done. And um, I remember how important my wife is. Like sometimes I feel like if I talk about work. Um, I feel like I, I, I didn't want to, or I just didn't, but I just know like she's there for me. And if I'm struggling and if I need to bounce ideas off of her, or if I need to just talk about anything and like, 
I can't forget, like, that's okay. <laughs> you know, even though I am bringing something home, but um, that's what she's there for. And that's what we're there for, you know, and I listen to what she has going on at work and she listens to what I have going on at work. So just utilizing each other is just that sounding board. Um, sometimes, I, sometimes in the past, I've internalized a lot of those things, those bad days, those um, struggling times or whatever. And I've, I just kind of kept it inside and ran as fast as I could, <laughs> you know, on the treadmill or, or outside. But uh, just remembering that that's why, you know, that's why we're together, you know, is to support each other that way. So I think that's been good. And um, I've been taking those shorter workouts, so maybe not running as long, but hey, making sure I get in three miles, you know, or get in a four mile run, just make sure I'm good to go that way. So, um, and uh, classic vinyl on Sirius XM. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's my, that's my radio station right now. And uh, so turning on the classic hits and uh, just enjoying it and rocking out. And uh, I try to dive deep into the brewer season too. So I, you know, trying to get, just keep my mind on those other things and enjoying everything else that's going on around me. But uh, really using my wife, I think has been one of the biggest helpers. Nice. I feel like I'm a, like a standing, like, receipt machine like just like receipts keep popping out of my head but they're all filled with like lists that I have to do so it's like I wonder if everybody can hear my thoughts because I'm thinking so loud or something like that because (laughs) it's insane how many things that have been coming up and Google Keep has been something that I've brought in and I Actually, I've known about it, but I just bought into it as I was sitting down at the Google Summit. So lists and putting down everything I need to do in Google Keep has been like, it's almost as I'm typing, it's like weight lifted off my shoulder. I'm like, oh, okay, fine. It's there. I can always go back to it and check to it and see what's going on. So that's one of the things that's been helping me out apart from my reflections, um, just things that I need to do to remind myself because I know I'm getting to the point where I'm not going to be able to remember anything. It's just, it's not going to happen. So, um, that has been a thing. And like I mentioned at the beginning, working out, I've taken it, I've taken it to another extra day or two just because I need to, I need to decompress some way. And I think the best way is to just let it out through some, good old sweat and hard work so for sure um i mean and and not just exercising and because i have to it's more like showing up to work out and being present in that moment and laying it all out because you never know you you might not wake up tomorrow so making sure that i give my everything on that day for that hour because hey You know, could be your last. And um, I know my coach, one of my coaches said just because of the Las Vegas incident not too long ago, he's like, hey, um, I mean, here's the thing. You you never know. So let's and this was the next day and let's just give it all tonight. And we're here for each other and no one else do this for you and for the person next to you. And just have at it for today and that's kind of the the approach I'm taking into the the time that I can exercise and um 
am able to de-stress that way. Awesome. You know, I've been using Google Keep too as well. This week, to be honest, I kind of, for whatever reason, it's so weird. Like I got so busy and I, you know, like I went away from it, uh, it, which is an interesting thing. Like when you get busy and you're stressed, like oftentimes you revert back to habits that aren't as good. So like, I'm glad that you brought that up because keep has been like a life sin the past, you know, five or six weeks. And then for whatever reason, I didn't even think about it, but I, I've been utilizing it a lot. So it's been pretty cool. Nice. Uh, just a quick reminder too. uh, stress is your friend, <laughs> you know, it's like you, you do real you do need to realize that, you know, that your body reacts that way for an important reason and, you know, to utilize it, uh, when you need to utilize it. Um, and it's kind of a cool Ted talk out there. That's what it's called. Stress is your friend, uh, kind of reminding that. And the second thing that it talks about that completely releases stress is the fact that volunteering your time. Um, and I know we all do a lot of things to volunteer our time to help others. And, um, again, it might not feel that way, but it, it completely levels your body out and it completely releases that stress. Um, so remembering that we're doing so much to help other people, our students, um, our community, um, our schools, um, we do that and, uh, we put a lot of time and effort into it and that, um, uh, that pays dividends for you and your body. Um, if you remember what you're doing it for. For sure. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. I feel like I should watch that right now, man. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's important to remember um, to take care of ourselves. So it was cool to listen to both of you and what you had to say, you know, and what you're trying to do. So, I mean, I'm like just listening. I'm like, man, I want to go work out right now. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. But Knock it out. Yeah. Knock it out. That's right. All right. Uh well, do either of you have anything more to add to our, you know, I guess this is technically our first real reflection podcast. What do we think? Um, you guys got anything new that you're trying out just real quick? A uh, couple of things that maybe you haven't done before that um, maybe you're, you know, giving a shot and um, I'll, I'll just get started. We'll try to roll through them quickly here, but. I pick up two things from Adam Howell at the National P Institute and I love him. Um, but I had a handshake buddy in Adam Howell's first session and, uh, we saw, we saw each other many times throughout that and gave each other handshakes and on the plane, on the way home handshakes. And then, uh, I think she signed up for the phys ed summit. She's like, handshake buddy. So I was like, man, handshake buddies are so cool. So I got handshake buddies and fist bump buddies going on in my classes too. And, just try to use them every now and then to say, hey, what are you learning in class? How are you using this in class? And it's someone that they can feel comfortable in class with and, and chat about. So I'm loving handshake buddies. I'm loving fish, fist bump buddies. And uh, you kind of see kids doing it around the school too. And, and then the second thing Adam did was a ticket to play. So I'm kind of using my assessments a little bit right at the beginning of class as kids are coming out into the classroom anyways. And, you know, just write down a little bit uh, about whatever it is. So I've done a solo taxonomy, a soccer self-reflection, uh, things like that. And I've kind of utilized it as a ticket to play and try to keep it at about, you know, two minutes uh, at the beginning of the class, maybe three minutes and uh, give them something to think about before they actually go play too. And um, the last thing I can't wait for, uh, I haven't tried it yet, but in health class, we, we got these universal design dailies. 
Um, that's a book out there and it just kind of gives you like one engaging strategy to use every day. So I'm looking at them right now. I'm like, write on the furniture, inspire wonder, make it mysterious, start a snowball, like all these great ideas. Um, so if you want to check it out, Universal Design Daily, it's definitely got some PE ideas, some good health ideas as well. But uh, those are a couple of things I'm trying out. Awesome. I guess for me, like I, I like, so this school that I'm working at, this innovation school, um, you know, the first, so the students come like in six weeks, I'll see new students, which is a really short amount of time that I'll, that we can talk about that in a different story, a different podcast. <laughs> uh, but like, so I was working with the older students, uh, you know, secondary students, and I was spent weeks thinking about how I need to better meet their needs. And, you know, I've used, we were talking about sport education earlier. I've used it before, but like I just full on with sport education and, uh, man, it made such a huge difference. Like they were, they just wanted to be, they didn't want to listen to me. They wanted to like, you know, be more self-directed is what I mean by that. So, um, right. So I, I mean, just having the opportunity to watch them grow through sport education and, uh, some students really establish themselves as leaders, um, just how they were independent and, um, it was phenomenal, man. It worked, and I was so pleased that I, I finally, you know, had a breakthrough. So that was awesome. That's really cool, yeah. man. So I have three things that I'm. Well, one of two of them are already in action. One of them I'm about to embark on. The first one is using Clips, the Apple app, to yeah. make how-to videos. So I, I've already made two. Um, the how to open your locker and how to fill out your cross country um, graph. So I put those on our website and it's been pretty cool so far. I pushed it out on social media as well for our department account and um, pretty nice. I mean, I, I've already asked some of the students, hey, I mean, there's one girl who happened to be absent the day we you went over it. I'm like, hey, did you check out the clip online? Did it help? She's like, yeah, I did actually. I got to play it over and over again on the parts that I was like unsure of. I was like, awesome. Um, second one is Free Compliments Friday. I've been yeah, is, I just saw that. <laughs> this is my second week in a row, and it happened to be just because my AP was like, "So, no pressure. What are you doing this Friday, Sandino?" I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> so I quickly put I quickly put something up on Friday, but both happened to be really cool. One was. Um, the one where you tear off the compliments, kind of like um, when you pick off a, an address you want to look at to rent or buy or something. And they both came from Andy Milne. I just, I just happened to stumble across it and I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. So I put it up in our locker room, in our staff lounge. And then this week was the kindness bingo. So I really just wanted to see um, in six periods how much coverage we can get. I was going for a blackout. We were missing three squares, but it's just kind of cool to like peek out my office window and and see how like girls just like pass by and like read it and they're like, huh? All right. And then like by the end of the period, they like get into it and they'll like rip off and stick it inside someone's locker, um, the little inspiration thing. And, um, or they were like putting dots and filling out the squares. It was kind of cool to see. Um, and my third one is I'm trying to make a why you move video with my kids and my staff. 
So it's just going to be basically a simple question. Why do you move? Why is PE, why is physical activity important to you? And I kind of want to create this montage of um, answers from staff and students. So that's going to be an upcoming video for me. That is, that's so cool. Uh, and I was kind of wondering, I wanted to hear more about your, uh, uh, the bingo one, because uh, I'd seen that on Twitter. So need to uh, see and need to hear. So uh, man, it's good chatting with y'all. Yeah, it was awesome catching up with. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, so, oh, go oh, ahead, go no. ahead. I'm here. <laughs> um, it was great chatting with you uh, both and just catching up. And it's good to chat. It's just good to talk about life too and just kind of get all those thoughts out and stuff. So, um, yeah, it was a blast. Yeah, sounds good. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And, uh, you know, we appreciate you listening to us. And hopefully you can find a reflection buddy out there you know, as well that you could kind of chat with and, uh, talk, talk about everything going on in your life and their life. And, um, uh, I think it'll help us all immensely for sure. So with that being said, there's another great episode of the shape America podcast signing off for now. Later See everyone. Ya. Thanks for tuning See in. Ya. Well, all right. As we said, that's a wrap for this episode of the shape America podcast, but Hey, don't forget. Um, obviously it's, uh, conference and convention season uh, in most states and things like that. So I know lots of those are going on and uh, we really hope that uh, you are a part of your state organization as well. And, you know, you're attending their conventions and um, all those good things and learning with everyone else in your state and sharing and hopefully even presenting and all that other stuff. So I know that there's lots of cool things going on with that. Um, Again, don't forget, if you're not a member of Shape America, now's a great time to become a member of Shape America. Uh, the national organization, or as I just said, those state organizations and, and things like that. But uh, so many great things happening uh, within all these organizations. Uh, it's important to be a part of them um, and support them in that way. And they definitely support you coming back um, as well. Um, like this, these podcasts, these webinars that are out there. And again, thinking about Shape Nashville as well. Um, if you haven't started thinking about how you're going to get there, who's going to pay for you getting there, how you can raise some funds to get there, start thinking about that. Uh, it's such an amazing time. So it's a good time of the year to start doing things like that. And hopefully you're having a great health literacy month. And I know it's coming to a close. Um, but again, so many good things happening out there. So um, November coming up, we've got a health and physical education coordinator chat, uh, which will be really cool. I uh, can't wait to hear all the good things that they have going on in their schools and districts and all that other stuff. Uh, listen up for another Action Pack podcast, a new monthly episode. Uh, this one's going to be Sarah Gitchier-Hartman uh, talking phys ed and what's in her phys ed action pack for the school year. So can't wait to hear more about that. And then we'll be reflecting again in November. So listen up for that and uh, send us your comments and feedback and all those other things uh, at podcast at shapeamerica.org. For that, 
I'm signing off for the Shape America podcast. Until next time, happy teaching.